I want to do business with somebody who's going to be in business for the long term. This is Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, episode 96. You're listening to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, brought to you by the fine folks at Response Suite. I was going to try and do an impression of Donald Trump there to introduce this episode, (laughs) but I decided against it. Because we've got an expert. I think we have the most elaborate game we've ever come up with for the show. And that's in this episode. We've done some pretty <laughs> elaborate games, but I can't wait for you to hear this. Particularly proud of how we put this one together. We are. Hey, we are. this is Rob and Kennedy. Hello. From Response Suite. Back once again. And our third marketer walking into the podcast today is our pal, Cloris Kylie. Cloris will be talking about having real and significant relationships with people who have influence over their audiences. You know, some places you can pay very easily pay for access to the audiences of major influencers. You can definitely do that. There is another approach though. And that's what Clara's going to be talking about today and how to use influencers as a way of bringing people into your audience and building your audience through them people. It's very cool, but we must apologize because we did drop her in a bit of a hole with this game today. We're a little bit mean, but you, and you'll see mean. why. When Which, we it was it. not intentional, can we say, but once we'd used it, we had to go with it. So <laughs> we kind of dug ourselves a little bit of a hole. So but you want to have how, a laugh and she's a cracking sport. She's a really good sport and she she's pretty funny too. So before we get into this episode, we're going to go over into Rob's all important quote of the week and from his face. He's shaking his head, and once again, the professional Roberto Temple hypnotist and improvisational person extraordinaire hasn't got a clue what to say, so I'm just peddling while he thinks of something to say for his inspirational quote straight from the heart. But Rob, your time's up, and you're on. Yes, because as they say, lots of people say what I'm about to say, vis-a-vis the following. I'm just buying more time. Uh, Nighttime falls, Maltesers rattle. Mate, you need to start preparing these. That was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> oh, Christ. Anyway, <laughs> moving swiftly on. Anyway, if you wanted to do a better I'm just, job... I'm just any- saying words. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Hat rack, goats. <laughs> Sheepskin, coats. I love it. I love it. It rhymed. It was, it was very this nice. This motivation stuff is bloody easy, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's, it's, you can make a living from this, couldn't you? <laughs> Anyway, if you want to hear about one of our most successful marketing campaigns, it certainly was nothing to do with writing motivational quotes. We go into full details of it on this latest web class we've been running. And the feedback has been fantastic. So thank you to all of you who've written in about being able to implement and go and use this strategy. So you're very welcome for it. If you haven't yet tuned in, it's totally free to attend. Just go to responsesuite.com slash webinar and we'll share with you the entire strategy that we've been using to double our sales. So I hope you enjoy that. Yes, without further ado, let's dive in and talk about influencery things with Cloris Kylie. Hey, Cloris, welcome to Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast. How are you doing? Great. Excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you are very, very welcome. I'm really excited that you've come via Venezuela all the way through to Connecticut and now you're here with us. <laughs> That's thanks right. Just power, for you. Thanks to the power of the internet. Now, all of us know that by having some big brand names that we can be associated with TV stations or news shows or big name newspapers or online journals and stuff, putting all their logos on our websites obviously gives us a real stamp of credibility. Oh, you were in the New York Times or oh, you were on CBS or is that a thing or is that, is that a drugstore? I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> um, you, were, you, were, you were on all of these different things. 
see, it really is a stamp of approval. It's a stamp of credibility and builds trust on the internet, which we all need to be doing. We all know that. But for many of us, we feel like appearing on television, being a guest on a podcast, on a radio show, or being featured on one of these big platforms is a goal. It's something where, somewhere we want to go to. And I know that you, we've been hanging out for a while and we, we were talking about how that's not really, really the fact. That's not really the fact of the situation. It's not a goal, actually. That should be a medium. So when is the right time, Chorus, that you think we should start going after being featured on these big time platforms? The time is actually today, right now, after you finish listening to this, because, uh, you know, the fact that you already have an expertise to share, you have a, a business that is running, uh, positions you perfectly to connect uh, with these influencers. They are influencers, right? Um, and uh, people wait sometimes till X or Y happens. But the reality is that as long as you have a valuable message to share with the audience, um, then you're all set. But of course, you have to position that so they see the value in it. So for example, uh, when I first appeared on uh, television, is uh, we have uh, the local networks, right? NBC, CBS, uh, ABC, and so forth. And I've been on all of those networks. Um, I really, I wasn't even at a, at a really advanced level in my business. The only thing I had was an online radio show. And it's not the show I have right now. It was a live show on Block Talk Radio. Uh, but back in the day, you know, it was something new. It was different. Mm -hmm. And they were looking to highlight local people who were doing different things. So I said, okay, well, what if I talk about this show as something new? Uh, not too many people are doing it here in Connecticut. And mm -hmm. uh, I got a yes. Uh, so from that first yes, I took the time to stay in touch with the producer. I really promoted the, the show. Um, and they got to know me, you know, I sent a thank you note, uh, just really personalized and, and, uh, you know, became friends with them on Facebook and so forth. Um, so I continued submitting ideas for those shows. Uh, and they had me again, when I published my book, I sent them the book, they had me again. So I ended up having, you know, more than 14 appearances on, um, one specific show, uh, where I developed a really strong relationship with, uh, and that was amazing for me to build authority and to grow my business. But I, I did it, you know, from starting out really. That's amazing, isn't it? I mean, I mean, absolutely amazing. It's not the goal to get there, but you're using it as a platform. And I want to just frame something because when we often talk about, when we talk about influencers, then we, we're often, we, people often think about those like attractive people who look sexy on Instagram as influencers. But what like we're really me. talking about, like, yeah, a, bit, a little bit like you, Rob, yes. A little, only a little bit. Uh, but, but what we're really talking about is is companies, businesses, and platforms which already have a large amount of influence over a large amount of an audience. So we're talking about news sites, news stations, and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Anybody who has a captive audience who is perfect for you and your services, that is an influencer you want to connect with. Uh, of right. course, granted that you have the same values and style. Uh, I was telling you, that, you guys that if you find yourself... Um, kind of struggling to go through their content or watching their show and so forth, it's not the right match. You got to really go with somebody right. who, uh, who uh, you know that their audience is a perfect match for you. 
Can I just pull out of you first, uh, the first bit there of what you said, that actually the, uh, the secret to this is to just put some effort in? Because I mean, that's the key, isn't it? Like you just talked about, you sent them a little thank you note after something. And like, because I think a lot of people would say, well, you know, they get that first bit of that bit of airtime or that mm. first bit of appearance and they go, great, I've made it now, I'm off and they'll have me back in the future. But you know, after that, you said, actually, I'm going to put some more effort in. I'm going to send them a little thank you note. And then when the book comes out, you don't just expect them to assume it's going to be good and have you back again, send them a copy of the book. And, and the actual, the secret there is, put some effort in and do a sort of like, like personalized little piece for each one. I think one of the things a lot of people struggle with actually is the aftermath of having been featured by an influencer. Look, let's look at the big behemoth in the market, which is America's Got Talent, AGT. Right. How many people have we spoken to personally being from the entertainment world who say, I'm going to be on AGT, I'm going to be on Britain's Got Talent or any of the other Got Talent Venezuela's programs. Got Talent. I mean, it's a thing, right? Then... And then they say, but I want to make sure that I use that as a springboard for my career. But the thing is, those people for most of the, most of the time have a very short shelf life because they don't take advantage of what that allows them to do. So this year, if you were on AGT this year and you've just come off stage and you were in the semifinal or the quarterfinal or something like that, the, the, the terrifying thing is this time next year, somebody else will be replacing you because there'll be a new show with new people. And so, they've probably got the same talent that you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very much possible. So let's say we've identified a really good resource, a really good platform that we want to be in front of some people, whether it's a TV show or whatever it might be. What, we, we're going to do this follow-up, but how do we maintain that relationship going forward? Not just with the influencer. Let's talk about the influencer first, then we'll talk about how to turn that into actual work. So the influencer, what do we do next? We've just had the appearance. We've just been featured. What's the process now and why the heck should we bother? Well, we, we definitely have to bother with it because it's just like, you know, if you have the approach of, I'm just going to reach out to an influencer on Instagram and have them do a shout out, right? And they mm -hmm. charge me a thousand dollars for that. Right. Uh, they might do it and make it some exposure for my business, for my products. Uh, and then you got to move on, find another influencer or pay them more money. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so it, it basically there's no relationship. It's just a transactional it's type a of transaction. approach. Yes. Right. And, and uh, that might look that way to the audience too. Like absolutely. somebody mentions you once and then it never does. again. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, also, you know, besides that, if, if you really create a relationship with somebody, the person will uh, want to support you in other ways that are not necessarily the shout out, but maybe introductions to other influencers, uh, referrals could be as simple as somebody sending you one-on-one -on -one referrals. Mm -hmm. That's something that happened to me actually with uh, John Lee Dumas, who was a guest on this show. Mm -hmm. as well. He's the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. Yeah. And um, you know, when I first appeared on his show, uh, once again, I didn't know him. I wasn't introduced to him. Uh, I, I just had a great idea for the show. He said yes. Um, and after that, I said, you know, I really resonate with John's message. I'm going to support him as much as I can. Right. So what did I do? First, I sent that personalized thank you. Then I joined his community, uh, which is yep. Podcasters Paradise. Paradise. Yep. Uh, and I became a really active member of the community uh, by delivering value, answering questions, uh, going to all the meetings and so forth, mm -hmm. uh, sharing his content on social media and tagging him, uh, just basically sending him as many people as I could. He has his uh, new journal out. I promoted the journal, no affiliate link. I just wanted to, you know, share his stuff and he noticed. So um, when I realized that he was actually here, um, a network of coaches and consultants uh, that 
he would use, or not that he would use, but he would send people to. Um, I said, John, you know, I'm a coach. I, I help people to grow their business online. Would, could I be part of that network? And, right. and he said, yes. Um, so as a result, he sent me a lot of one-on-one referrals, people I would have never reached uh, otherwise, just because I took time to develop that relationship. Mm. You said something there that really stood out to me, which is I, I did this and I did this and I promoted his journal without an affiliate link and I did this and he noticed and I loved that. Like suddenly I went, oh, and I had to write that down. You have to make them notice you, right? So that you become more than just that person who pays them some money so that they'll talk about you, which is almost like rent a friend. You know, if that's all the, if that's the, the limitation. It's trying to influence the influencer. Yeah. It's, you just did a really good job of making them notice you. And th- that's really powerful for me, I think. Yeah, so that's inter- that aftermath. That's amazing. Yes, I mean that's the way I've built connections with uh, a lot of top influencers. My first top influencer connection when I, I didn't even know I was doing it is Dr. Wayne Dyer, uh, who passed away a few years ago. But you know he he sold I don't know many millions of books all over the world. Uh, you know world renowned personal development author, and uh, I he had been my mentor from afar just by reading his books. So I had gone through a really tough time in my life and I just felt compelled to write to him about how I had gone through that challenge thanks to his books. So I just wrote a a heartfelt letter, handwritten, Mm -hmm. sent it to the publisher, Hay House, and I said, I'll never hear from him, but whatever. I just want to say how I feel. Um, And a couple of weeks later, I go to the mailbox and I see a letter from Hawaii and I actually was from Dr. Wayne Dyer saying, thank you for the letter. Um, I had asked if I could meet him in person. I was going to a conference he was attending. Uh, he said, yes, find my assistant. He'll, uh, she'll take me to um, the b- backstage to meet him and so forth. Um, so I met him in person. Uh, but it was, that wasn't the end of it, right? After that, I continued uh, to reach out to him to help him. Uh, he was given a, a radio interview after that, like a, maybe a few months after. And he said he was suffering from severe um, neck pain and back pain. So I said, oh, you know, I have this back pain book I used myself. It was amazing. So I sent him the book. And that's when he actually called me and said, okay, this is amazing. Thank you so much. How can I help you? And then when he sent all of his daughters to be on my, on my show, uh, he really supported me. And that's, you know, somebody who people would think, oh, that's impossible to reach him. I did it just because I wanted to help. It's really, really powerful, actually, and, and simple to do. It's not a, it's not a cookie cutter, follow this blueprint and you'll get XYZ influencer. It's uh, pay attention to that person, be human, work out what they want. And if, if you make your top 10 list of like, I don't know, 100 people that you'd like to get on the radar of, and then you just say, what does, that, what does it mean to that person for me to get in front of them? Right and now? a really important mindset that Clara's just shared with us there for me is that, that not expecting to hear back. She, you wrote that letter thinking, I'm not going to hear back, but I just wanted to share that. And it's not about a reciprocal relationship at that point. It's not like an expectation of, I'm going to write this letter. You're, doing, you're writing the letter in the, in the first place to share a bit of you, right. not because there's an expectation for something to come back, which is like almost the opposite of most of what we think about in our marketing, isn't it? We, That's we, what I was just about to say. It's the opposite. We expect to play, place that ad and by God, there better be a result on that. Definitely. (laughs) That's true. I mean, if you think about it, that's what we should do as content marketers too, right? We should put out 
content there just for the sake of delivering content rather than kind of sneaking the sales piece within the content. People can see right through it and the will, it'll be a turnoff really. They won't want to do business with us. Can I just say, I think there's something really a big mindset shift here because what we think of, certainly what I thought of coming into this as influencer marketing is I find somebody who doesn't know me from Adam, I give him enough money or her enough money and they'll talk about me for a bit without any real passion for the product in real life. They probably aren't even going to look at it and see if it's any good or not. They'll probably just promote anything, a lot of people. I'm not sure at all influencers like this, but my, my, my kind of impression of it is that they'll promote anything, whether it's good, bad or indifferent because they're being paid to do so. As long as it aligns with their brand values. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then that's that. Whereas what this is, what we've actually just learned here is that you can create these relationships. I was about to say relationship. This is about relationship free. marketing for free. So it's your style, Chloris, to, I mean, would you ever pay for, for influencer marketing ever? I wouldn't. Uh, no, I, I never. I think it's worth it. And I, I feel like people who are in business as influencers just because they're going to make money by charging people for shout outs and stuff. Right. Will eventually go out of business just because their audience will see right through it. Um, so I want to be in, I want to do business with somebody who's going to be in business for the long term. Uh, and I think those are the people who, uh, who believe in relationships. This is amazing. Amazing. One of the really interesting things about you is that you once, and presumably this is all part of your influencer strategy, uh, you actually once uh, prank called a radio station pretending to be Madonna. Is that true? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. uh, No, I was very early. I was really young and uh, really liked this radio show. So uh, I called, I I had this real, um, like a little recording of a Madonna and uh, it was a tape. Uh, which uh, reveals my age a little bit, but uh, I I just played it and it said hi, it's Madonna, and and of course the, the host kind of went along with it. The the call was on air and he said oh Madonna, and then I played the rest of the tape that said want a little stimulation, and he he just cracked up. He was, That's hilarious. <laughs> so, no. You've always been good at like cracking through, finding like, that thing. Finding that thing. Now we have a really good friend because we're in the entertainment world. We've got lots of friends with weird talents, and one of our friends is actually uh, an impressionist. He actually does impressions of people, and he prank calls people as famous celebrities, and then can do the voices because that's his special talent. So massive shout out to our friend Cal Halbert. Yeah, who lives up here near we where we do. And when we knew we were getting you on the show, we thought we have to do something with this. So with, with this prank call thing. So we sent him a message and said, dude, would you record us 10 little snippets of you as 10 different celebrities and we're going to play those 10 audio clips and it's your job to guess who the celebrity is. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. So here's Cal Halbert as who. Here's your first one. Three marketers walk into a podcast and they're all whining about me. Believe me, these two, Kennedy and Rob, such weak people. So weak. Nasty. Who was that? No, man. I, I have, you know, I'm, if, when it comes to celebrity names, I'm not the best. <laughs> so, unless I have a good relationship with them, so I don't know. Okay. All right. That one was, uh, that was, I, 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 even I got that one, actually. I did get that one. I'm not very good at celebrities either. And that was, that was Donald Trump. That was Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. So, so far, zero out of 10, but it's all right. You can only get better. Uh, ne- number two. 
In this world, there is an entire plethora of strange and interesting creatures from the small and frail to the tall and colossal. And on the left, we see the Kennedy. <laughs> All right, who was that? Um, let's see. Uh, somebody from Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, it sounds like Dumbledore, It does sound a bit like Dumbledore. It does. It, I think he used the same voice above. That was Sir David Attenborough. Oh, okay. Yeah, the wildlife guy. Okay, here's number three. Ah, listen to me. If it wasn't for three marketers in a podcast, I would not have been the governor of California for so long. Who was that? That is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think yes! Was, yeah, it's the only one I'm going to get right. Races. Here we go. All right, one point so far. Oh, hello. How you doing? Isn't it great this podcast? Three marketers walk into a podcast, although I don't trust the hosts, you know. One's got bright blonde hair. The other one's got bright red hair. Never trust people like that. Those two are odd. Who was that? Hmm. Well, I would say that's Donald Trump, but it's not. Um... <laughs> it is. That's Donald Trump doing an impression of Billy Connolly. <laughs> okay. Here's hello. the next one. I'm over the moon to be here. I think it's absolutely great to be on Three Marketers Walk into a podcast. Kennedy and Rob are just fantastic. Honestly, it's far more entertaining than I make it sound. <laughs> Who do you think that was? That's a sporting oh. celebrity. A sporting celebrity. He likes to hit green balls around. Green balls? Oh, okay. So, as, oh, but tennis players don't sound like that, though. <laughs> they usually much more out of breath, aren't they? One of ours does. <laughs> Who was that? Huh. Who was it, Rob? That was Andy Murray. Andy Murray. Andy Murray. Oh. All right, here's another one for you. You've got one okay. so far. That's not bad. It's not bad. Hey, Rob. Hey, Kennedy. I did it for you, too. I did it for you. It ain't about how hard you market. It's about how hard you can market and keep moving forward. Who was that? Santa Claus. <laughs> it does start with the same letter that was actually Sylvester Stallone okay alright here's the next one yeah, these royal visits you know mind you I think I might put a good word into mummy regarding Kennedy and Rob about uh, a potential knighthood who's that Prince Harry <laughs> close very, very close. close I'm going to give you the point that I'm going to was... give you the point yeah that was Prince Charles but very very close here's the next one these are the uh, particular situations on the uh, three marketers walk into a podcast. I, I, my personal favourite out of the two has got to be Kennedy. We have the same colour hair and uh, Rob, well, red hair. I, I think it would be better if perhaps you went blue. Who was that? Huh. He's a big he, name in the UK right now. Big name in the UK. Um, I don't know, you got me. Ah, that was Boris Johnson, and we'll do one more, number 10. Let's see if we can get you away from number two. Let's see if we can make it three out of ten. You need to listen to me very carefully. This is what you need to do. You need to go onto your phone, go to wherever you get your podcasts, and download Three Marketers Walk Into a Podcast, or I will look for you, I will find you, and I will kill you. Who was that? 
That is uh, just one of the many telemarketers I get on my cell phone every day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yes, correct. Liam Neeson, the famous telemarketer. Uh, okay, well, you did two out of ten. It's not the best score we've ever had. Well, all I can say is I used to be a valedictorian, a straight-A student. You've broken uh, my nice record I had. Oh, well, good. We like to break people on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, we've, we've talked about actually how we can kind of uh, break through people's walls, I suppose, and get into the world of these influencers. And that was a massive mic drop moment for me before, right, right before that game, where we talked about the fact that basically this is about influencer marketing for free. This isn't just pay somebody to be your friend and talk about you for a bit. So I, I suppose what I'm interested to know is where do we start to find the best out of the three? We've talked about local press, so that's a good place to start. What else could, so local TV and radio and stuff, what else can we be doing in terms of finding the right kind of influencers who are going to be on our, on our level and stuff? Well, I would say uh, something you can, you can do is look at your current connections. I'm sure you have a connection who is, uh, uh, doing really well in terms of media appearances, right? Go through their uh, media page on their website, their Twitter feed, whatever social media they use, and just see what uh, podcasts or other platforms, YouTube channels they have been featured on. People usually promote that, right? They say, oh, I had such a pleasure to be on this on this show. Uh, check it out. And if it's a good match, you can say, hey, my friend, whoever, was on your show and, you know, it's a great fit and this is what I have to offer. So that way you have uh, some sort of reference, something that you have in common with them. It's not necessarily an introduction, but it is uh, almost as powerful as one of them. That, that's how I, I've landed a lot of appearances on podcasts and YouTube channels. So you're looking like for a, I, common, a common connection there. Okay, that's quite interesting. Yeah, that, that's what you do. So, of course, you got to make sure it's the right fit for, for you and your audience. You know, if people you want to reach don't listen to podcasts, of course, don't go to podcasts. Uh, right, so you got to be conscious of the channel. How do you start to strategize for this stuff? So, for example, let's imagine that one of my traffic sources is, uh, I don't know, Facebook ads. Okay, great. So now what I know is I'm going to buy some Facebook ads and to a certain extent, I've got to do a bit of tweaking on optimizing to get it so that the ads convert so that people will click and so people will opt in. But once I get it to a point where that kind of works, I can make that relatively predictable. I can now say, okay, great. I'm now going to, if I keep spending this much money, I'm going to keep getting this many leads every month until that starts to slow down, in which case I'll switch to a different audience and that stuff. But with this, it feels like this is something that is, is this something that you can build as like your core traffic source or is this really something that you sprinkle on top of something else how do you start to build a strategy around this, yeah, what is this how does it become more predictable i suppose yeah, yeah that, that makes complete sense and i'm not going to say that you have to abandon ads uh, i think it should be part of your marketing strategy but this should be part of it also uh, so it's important that you figure out is okay what what is it that i want to do first with this particular influencer and uh, what is it that I want to do with them in the future? Uh, so in many cases, you want to be featured by them or feature them on your platform first, right? That's your number one objective. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you want to do maybe a JV with them. You want to be uh, joint venture partners or um, even be business partners. Uh, so with those clear objectives in mind, uh, then of course you reach out to these people. Uh, the goal is for you to have a list of between 50 and 100 people you're going to connect with and then top 10 to maximum 20 people. Uh, so your goal is to spend 
either a half hour every day, I do that every, every single day, or dedicate uh, maybe a couple hours uh, every other day just to really uh, nurture these connections and to actually be featured by them, right? Because some weeks I actually spend you know, more time because I have several interviews, um, but it's, it's something that I'm doing that is going to help me reach people. Um, so as long as you spend every day uh, sometimes supporting your connections that you uh, that you selected, um, and then having the feature appearances, uh, then you will see results. Uh, but it's, it's important that you make this a deliberate uh, type of action and not something that you do whenever you have time. Uh, but you really save the time to do it. A part, I have it as part of my calendar. Uh, it's one of the things you have to do every day. All right. It was literally a daily, a daily thing. Hmm. All right. That's really interesting. You've got to do it regularly. Speaking of something we do regularly, we're now going to move into our second and favorite game of the episode. <laughs> so here's how it works. Although I, I mean, as a listener of the podcast, you already know my colleague Kennedy here. Hello. He's going to sing a song for you. Uh, and he's going to sing a song in the style of a traditional British pub singer. And that means that some of the words will be somewhat confused and hard to understand. So your job is simply to guess what song Kennedy's singing. Take it away, sunshine. That, what was that? What was that song? I would never have got that. If I, had, if I hadn't picked it, I would never have got that. That first line was a beaut. Um, if she gets it now, you're going to be furious on you. Stupid Girls by Pink. Yes. No. <laughs> that was uh, Elvis Presley, Love Me Tender. I was even doing the lip. I know it's not a video podcast. I was doing the lip and everything. <laughs> All right. We're now going to move into what we lovingly refer to as the quick fire round. Hey, you don't want to miss out on more of these fabulous nuggets, do you? Make sure you subscribe to the Three Marketers Podcast now on your podcast player. So first of all, Cloris, give us a book that you recommend. The Go-Giver by Bob Burke. If you want to go deeply into this mindset thing for influencers, that's the book to read. It's a great book. It's a great one. It's coming up a lot recently as well. What's one of your, your top success habits? Something that you do regularly. I take care of myself first thing in the morning. Otherwise, there's no time for it. So I go for a, a walk outside or a bike ride. I, uh, you know, take care of yourself. Uh, make time for it every morning. Love that. Uh, can you give us a marketer or an entrepreneur that you look up to? I really admire John Lee Dumas. I think that's why we've built a good relationship because of, you know, I believe that, that everything he does is 100% uh, honest and organic and uh, he really believes in people and um, wants to help. He does. He does. What a top guy he is. And what's some of your favorite apps, something that you really rely on or uh, that you just really, really enjoy using? I'm, I'm very, I like simplicity. So I use a lot of like Google apps, uh, calendar, uh, Google docs, uh, Google sheets, just to collaborate, you know, work with my clients, uh, have updates, but I also like Asana actually for project management. Yeah, we uh, so, yeah but that's, that's basically it. I don't want to get, uh, you know, too complicated with things. So it's no, simple. No, no. Yeah. Fascinating. Big important question. Now, who do you like more redhead Rob or platinum head Kennedy? Well, I have a big heart, so I have room for the two of you. I like you both. Oh, I see what you did there. She says all <laughs> the right things. You can tell she's an influencer. Finally, tell us where can people go to find out more about you? 
You can go to uh, cloriskiley.com and if you want to get my guide with 15 ways to get noticed by influencers, then you can go to cloriskiley.com forward slash three marketers with the number three spelled out. That's great. All of those links will be in the show notes, of course. The, uh, the address for that coming right up, folks. Cloris, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you guys for having me. Our pleasure. Donald Trump. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a big thank you, of course, to Cloris for joining us for this episode and, of course, to our pal, Cal. It's hard to say. Cal Halbert. Cal Halbert. The one and only impersonator, impressionist extraordinaire. Yeah, he's an impressionist. He's not an impersonator. Impersonator does something slightly different. No, some people call themselves a celebrity impersonator. I think so. Is that yeah. a thing? Okay, yeah. there you go. Fabulous. Uh, where are all the show notes for that one? I'll tell you, folks, because you're probably wondering that. You'll find the whole show notes on everything we just discussed. Just discussed. Easy for you to say. Over at blog.responsesweet.com slash 096. I promise we did not record this episode whilst pissed, even <laughs> though it may sound that way. It's been a busy old day. I think we've kind of lost our marbles somewhere. Yeah, it has indeed. Now, of course, if you would like to check out our other podcast, which you absolutely should, it's called The Email Marketing Show. We talk about all sorts of things, email marketing related. Sometimes it's just us, sometimes it's us and a guest as well. You'll find it just by searching for The Email Marketing Show in your favorite podcast player. That's like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those things. And of course, you can find us on YouTube as well. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next week. Don't miss a thing. Miss a thing. Check out the show notes at blog.responsesweek.com.